and welcome to the Good Talk Podcast, where we remind you of the joy of life, the love of God, and the possibilities that lie ahead. Pete and Jordan here with episode 73. How often do you finish this sentence? Ooh, it's like a title and a question. I always try to steer Pete away from these titles that are like abstract and artsy because no one knows what it means. And I lost the battle today, but it is a fun title, but we did literally have no idea what's going on. Yeah. So I like <laughs> I like artsy titles that don't actually tell you what it's about. I know. You do. It intrigues me. Those are the ones I click on. Well, uh, see, I'm the opposite. I like the ones that are like, we're talking about blank, and this is what we're going to... Like, it's just super clear. Well, but it, I also, it is super clear. We're talking about how often do you finish this sentence. This ambiguous sentence, sentence <laughs> that no one knows what You want to know what the about. sentence is? What is the topic? I can't tell you. Oh, my. Gosh. You have to wait. Okay. Well, here we are. So we'll wait. How often do you finish this sentence? Okay. Yeah, we'll get to it in just a second. Okay. But first, we had a great Labor Day weekend. Yeah, it was a long weekend. We did lots of stuff. We loved oh lots gosh. of football. Yes. Um, between your boys and college football. I mean, there's lots, lots of games. Yeah, first time ever. All these years I've had boys playing high school football. A game got canceled. Well, but it didn't just get canceled. It was like on delay so you guys i had to leave with pepper early but you guys were there till like 11 30 at night 11 30 at night because they, they kept finally canceled it, it. Yeah. we only got in half the game so we had to go back on saturday afternoon and finish the second half yeah yeah which is so hard because you don't have the momentum or no. like anyway it was not the same it wasn't but lots of football we also did our very first like overnight trip with pepper um, which I was, oops, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. To the farm. Yeah. Um, we've done lots of overnight trips, but not to the farm. And the reason the farm is such a unique like challenge <laughs> is because it's a one room cabin that we have out on the farm and that's really cozy and fun and like novel when it's just like adults and, a, and bigger kids. But when you've got a baby that you're sharing yeah. a space with that has to go to sleep at 7, 8, 7 p.m., that's a challenge. But um, yeah, we took her up. She loved it. She did awesome. She, she did, loved the animals. Loved it, the animals, the creek. Um, she just tromped around in the big open grass. We live in a neighborhood now that doesn't have really big yards. So she just literally just ran um, and just had the time of her life. But we successfully got her to sleep in the cabin. We somehow did not go back in the cabin after she went to bed yep. until it was time for us to go to bed, which is what you want to do when you're out on the farm anyways, just be outside. Yeah. But it was and, good. And I got my dove hunt in. And, yep, you had a so dove hunt with the boys. Every year, annual dove hunt with the boys and their friends. So they bring their friends out. We do a big dove hunt. And then we grill up the dove and yeah, have a little man feast. Real, a really little man feast because <laughs> dove don't make very much meat. No, you got They're it. literally like tiny little... Nuggets. It's, yeah, little nuggets. It's fun. But they're good because we wrap cheese around them. And bacon. And bacon and a jalapeno. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, I think it's just to like essentially just not taste the dove. <laughs> Probably. But it's still really good. Dove meat is really good. And that, for some reason, that dove hunt for me is always like the kickoff of fall. Because it's usually yeah, around feels, Labor Day, beginning yeah. of September. And it's just like, yes, yeah. fall is here. I it's like a fun it. little god thing for yeah, us to do well, we had a good good long weekend hope y'all did too um that always like you said it kind of is like this subtle kick into fall even though it's 90 degrees out today i am so ready i'm i am i have a skull pillow on our couch already <laughs> i there's like little things i keep slipping in our house and pete's like wait is that 
Halloween. No, it's just a skull or it's just a ghost Halloween um, pillow. She but, she decorates for Halloween in like little shifts. Uh, yeah, little Cause sprints. Because I, I just really want to do it all. And so I'm trying to like not be obnoxious and do it too early. But I already started. So I'm doing it all yeah. this weekend. We're like what, seven weeks away. Yeah, I'm doing it full blown this weekend. I don't even care. I don't care. Judge me. And like some of it you can't hide either. Like we have a, what, is it a 12 foot tall skeleton? Yeah. A 12 foot tall skeleton that goes in the, the front, front of yard. our house. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm not doing that yet. I'm going to wait till the end of September so people don't judge me from the outside. I'm just going to sit in peace and love my interior Halloween decor. It'll be on the podcast next week if you watch. <laughs> so I'm very sorry if you're offended by my bats and skulls that are going to be behind us after this. But anyways, how often do you finish this sentence? I need to know what the stinking how sentence is. How often do you finish this? See, it's, it's there it is. You're already yeah, intrigued you're by your this point. whole thing. Now, this is a really important topic that I hope will be kind of a, a mind shift for some of you. Uh, and it really comes down to, and this this isn't the question yet, but it's how often do you let yourself feel proud of what you're doing and what you're accomplishing, who you're becoming as a person? I, I, you know, how, how often do you allow yourself to feel that way? Is it as often or equal to the time you spend thinking about where you can improve and where you aren't measuring up and where you didn't quite hit the nail on the head? Mm-hmm. No. So here it is. You ready? Yeah. How often do you finish the sentence? I'm doing a good job at blank. Not often. Because so I do feel it like right it's now. always a striving. Yeah, do, do it, it right, right now. now. How? Just right, right now, answer this question. I'm doing a good job at blank. List as many things as you can. This is, okay, so to be completely fair and honest, I didn't know what the sentence was, but you told me yesterday, like, hey, think of a few things you're, you feel like you're doing well at. You yeah. didn't tell me why. So to be honest, I would not probably be able to even list one or two things right now if just put on the spot because i i'm that way like i don't do i don't think that way yeah you always feel like you're kind of Most in the middle don't. um okay so the ones i thought of that i don't even feel comfortable saying out loud but i'm gonna say it because you're making me um i what is it i feel like, like i'm doing a good job at i'm doing a good job i'm doing at a good blank. job at i feel like i'm doing a good job at being a mom to yeah, pepper you are. i don't feel like that every day but i also i'm just like really grateful that i get to be your mom and i feel like i'm doing good at it just because she's mine like i just feel like it's easy when they're yours yeah um i'm doing a good job at exercising consistently that was a goal of mine at the beginning of the year um and i feel like i've i've legitimately been as consistent as i possibly could be with a baby fantastic um so i'm proud of that and i think i'm doing a better job (laughs) at like starting to sort of like dream again about things I want to do. Um, like not necessarily with a job, but just like ideas and dreaming. I feel like for a while I didn't have that. Um, I didn't have the ability to really have mm. the capacity to dream just cause I was so like overwhelmed, um, with just new mom life. And I feel like I'm, I'm doing a good, a better job at like trying to stay inspired, trying to, um, do new things. And some of that is through my social media because that's my, really my only outlet right now. But um, I've taken a few meetings that I normally wouldn't do um, and just trying to start to really like stay inspired. Yeah. So those are my three. That's great. I made a list right here. Yeah, I was going to ask you. Now, And this is, I'm kind of joking around, but it's incredibly uncomfortable. It's so awkward and hard. I hate it. I'm doing a good job at being a dad. Mm-hmm, I are. feel like I'm doing a good job at being a husband. Mm-hmm. 
I should have said that. Sorry. No, you don't. I, I mean, I don't really. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm not <laughs> saying you're not doing a good job of being a wife, but you didn't have to say that. Okay. Um, I feel like I'm a good coach. Yeah. I work really hard to stretch my clients. Mm-hmm. I'm a good communicator. I'm good at communicating. Yep. Uh, I'm a good problem solver. I'm good at balancing my career and family. And I'm really, really proud of that. I'm, you are. I'm really, really proud because that has not always been the case. Mm-hmm. And so I work really hard at that work-life balance. You do. You do a good job. Um, and I'm, I'm proud of who I've become. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm, I, I really am, that I'm, I'm doing a good job. I'm proud of the transformation in my life. Yeah. Um, and proud of the things I'm getting to work on, the people I get to work with. Yeah. I, I really am. I feel like I'm doing a good job. And I'm trying to tell myself those things more often. Yeah. Like I'm trying to really breathe in these things, let them sink deep into my chest and who I am to say, yes, mm-hmm. this is who I am. And then I'm going to go out and operate in the world as that. It kind of feels like, um, <laughs> like with the toddler, when you just give them positive reinforcement because you want them to embody it. Yeah. It's like, even by telling yourself all those things, like I am a consistent exerciser. I am a good dad. I am a, it's like you're, making that true just by believing it about yourself. You Absolutely. know, like it's just an encouragement in and of itself subconsciously. Well, we've talked about this so many times on this podcast, but your life is moving in the direction of your most powerful thoughts. Yeah. Uh, Christianity backs that up. Uh, modern psychology backs that up. Like, so, and that's not just true about the thoughts that you have about the things you're working on. It's true about yourself as well. Mm-hmm. That's why I can't even remember the name of the podcast, but we did a podcast not that long ago. We talked about those three questions for a created world. Mm-hmm. How am I creating myself? How am I creating others? How am I creating the world around me? Yeah. With my thoughts. Right. And all that lands under how am I creating myself? And it's an important part, I think, of any kind of daily routine. Mm-hmm. How are you showing up to the world? Yeah. Yeah. Are you showing up with this energy of negativity and all the things you don't have yet in your life or all the things that you feel like you're not? Or are you showing up as your true whole self focusing on the things that you're actually doing good at? Yeah. I just think it's so easy to find all the ways that we need to do better all the places that we need improvement, where we have less than we want, where we aren't as accomplished as we want to be. And our list of things that we aren't proud in of can be just as long, if not longer, right? It's harder to choose pride. It's harder to find the things that, you know, we really are proud of to say the words out loud, just like you just did. And Mm -hmm. I just did. I am proud. Why do you think that is though? Why do you think it's so hard? Yeah. I, I think like, why do we struggle with that? Like, why is that so? Cause we want, I, I, got, I just think about like as a mom or as a friend or as a wife, like I want the people that I love the most to be so proud of themselves and to, and to say that out loud. And then it, you're right. Like I can't, it's really hard for me to say that about myself. And is it just because we think we're somehow we're positioning ourselves as like superior in some way? Like, what is that? I, I yeah. can't even articulate what that is. Mm. I, I don't have a whole lot to back up, but I have a couple like kind of hypotheses. Is that right? Hypotheses. Yeah, hypotheses. Sure. <laughs> I knew it's like one of those words like it's there, but hypothesis I, is correct. I think the plural of it is hypotheses. Yeah. I don't know. So I have a couple of my one I, I think is kind of built into us from hundreds and hundreds of generations of our ancestors who, you know, were 
didn't have the privileges we have today, right? They were they were constantly on the run. They were constantly being hunted down. They were, you know, like, so they were. Then that's that's our our history is like you didn't want to stand out. Okay. You, you know, the more you stood out, the more you were a target. So we kind of learned generation after generation after generation to kind of stay quiet, keep your head down. But I, I think there's a couple things in our culture today that really feed this. One would be religion. I think some people, you know, grew up hearing certain verses mm-hmm. that were either taken out of context or just misunderstood. Mm-hmm. You heard things like, well, pride, the Bible says pride comes before the fall. Right. Or uh, this is a big one in the New Testament. God resists the proud but exalts the humble. And so a lot of us grew up in a religious structure that really hammered this idea in of don't be prideful. Mm-hmm. Like that is like one of the big like nasty sins that you're not going to find favor from God from. So, and, and this would probably be a good time to point out if you haven't already caught on to this, I believe there is unhealthy pride, unhealthy pride being an inflated view of yourself, but then there's also healthy pride, which is an accurate view of yourself. Hmm. Now, are there some of you listening right now that maybe struggle with an inflated view of yourself? Yeah, for sure. I'm sure there's some people right now that are listening to this that struggle with that. But the vast majority of people don't struggle from having an inflated view of themselves. They struggle from having a deflated view of themselves. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They focus on all the negative things, all the things they've yet to accomplish and do, the transformation they still need to kind of go through. So uh, that's one of the big reasons, I would say, is we kind of grew up uh, with some religious structures that lean towards this idea that pride is bad but we're not talking about an unhealthy pride we're talking about a healthy pride mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the the second re- big reason i think is that a lot of people are afraid that if they focus on what they're proud of if they focus on what they are accomplishing that they'll actually become complacent and they won't keep growing so a lot of us think what keeps us moving, what keeps us succeeding, yeah. what keeps us doing better at work, what keeps us doing better with our families, what keeps us you know, winning approval from the church or for whatever, is focus on the person you're not yet. And that's mm-hmm. what's going to motivate you to do better yeah, and I, to be better. I think I, that's so true. I think about like exercise because I wouldn't say out loud right now, I'm really proud of myself for exercising consistently like I set that goal because in my mind I'm still not to where I want to be physically and so it's like if I say that out loud it's somehow saying I'm done I've reached the pinnacle you know and I don't know why that is but it really it's true it's like you just you somehow think that declaring a pride in a position is the definite version of that position and it's so not it's such a good point um because we don't really allow ourselves to be fully proud until we think we've reached the end of whatever journey we were on. Yeah. I'll set up this concept. It's called the gap versus the gain. I don't think we've talked about this on the podcast before. I don't know why, because this is something that I coach my clients on and coaching all the time. It's a huge, it's a huge concept. So if, if you're just listening to this podcast right now, I don't, I don't have a a, a visual or anything, but let me kind of create a visual, like picture a piece of paper and at the top of the paper, you write down the word ideal. Like, that's your ideal. That's a person you want to become. That's the amount of money you want to be making. That's the position you want at your work. It's the ideal. Then in the middle of the paper, write down the word achievement. And then at the very bottom, write the word start. So you have start at the bottom, 
achievement in the middle, ideal at the top. Okay. Now, what happens for the vast majority of people, and this kind of comes down to why it's, we're so uncomfortable talking about I'm doing a good job at blank, is most people live in what they call the gap. And the gap is that space between achievement and the ideal, mm-hmm. right? And you, you kind of get focused in on that. You're always focused on the ideal. You measure the distance between what you have achieved to the ideal. So there's always a gap there. Always, No matter how much you have achieved, there's always that gap there. There's always more work to do. The problem with this, people think that would motivate you. It doesn't motivate you long term. It leads to failure, frustration, disappointment, low self-esteem, guilt, depression, the list goes on and on. Even the progress you're making, because you're probably making progress in right. all those different ca- ideal categories, right? Feels like a letdown. Hmm. That's the way it feels when you're in the gap. You're always behind. You never feel like you're enough. You're never making enough. You're never doing enough. You're never being enough. You're, you're living in that gap. Yeah. And it, it's not a motivating place to be. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to live in the gap. You can live in the gain. And the gain has the same elements, right? So picture the piece of paper. You have ideal at the top. You have achievements in the middle. And you have start at the very bottom, right? The big difference is you don't measure and focus on the ideal. You measure yourself backwards from where you are today, the achievements that you have today, against where you were before, where you started And what this actually does is it leads to success and satisfaction and confidence and higher self-esteem and enjoyment and optimism and ultimately pride, which is what we're talking about. Hmm. Because you're focusing on the gain, right? Not the gap. Right, right. And the reality is for for everyone listening to this, maybe you're not at your ideal. Maybe you're not at the position you want to be in your work. Maybe you haven't become the person you want to become. But the reality is... Um, you still made some huge improvements. Yeah. And if you're always focused on that gap, that distance between where you are now and where you want to be, it, it just becomes this big discouragement. So that the idea here is to focus on the gain. Mm-hmm. Focus on the, on, on, the, on the gain versus that gap. Right. Does that make sense? It does. Sorry, we have a cat that's going absolutely <laughs> berserks right now. She told me before we started the podcast, listen, if the cat freaks out, don't mention it. I'm like, I can't help it. I start sweating. I, I, I literally, I don't even know what the, this is the most quiet cat. But when we go to record a podcast, he goes berserk. He goes nuts. Keep talking. I'm going to let him out. Oh, please. This is just the. For the love of all that is holy. I mean, the cat's running around the house. It's moaning. It's like scratching furniture. It's so weird, too, because he's really not like that. Thank you for coming back to the podcast. That's the real life. Um, I could totally cut this and edit it, but I'm not because this is real. <laughs> this is this is our life. No, yeah. Anyways, I, so gap and gain. Yeah. So it, it's 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 about you know living in the gain instead of the gap. Yeah. That's hard to do. It is. It's very hard to do because we, in so many ways, we have been trained through job interviews and quarterly reviews and all kinds of things to focus on the gap. Mm -hmm. But that's not where you're going to get your day-to-day motivation to keep moving, to keep growing, to keep changing, to keep trying. Mm -hmm. You're not going to find it there. Yeah, that's good. 
But most people's fears, if they focus on the gain instead of the gap, they're going to become complacent. I have not found that to be true, and most of the studies that have been done don't find that to be true either. Mm -hmm. So I want to go back to the sentence because I really want everybody to take a moment. If you need to hit pause for a second, hit pause so you can journal or write this down or whatever. But right now in my life, I'm doing a good job at blank. I want everybody to answer that. Right now in my life, I'm doing a good job at blank. Write it down. Mm -hmm. Say it out loud. Allow yourself to feel it. Again, let yourself feel proud. You have to do it now. You cannot wait until you arrive Mm -hmm. at the ideal because it doesn't work that way. You're probably never going to get there. That's not encouraging. Can't wait. If you wait until the ideal before you find and have pride in yourself, yeah, yeah, yeah. then it, it, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. You need that. There are a lot of steps between where you are right now and where you want to be. And focusing on the gap is not going to get you there. You have to find a healthy way to have an accurate view of yourself and an accurate view of your accomplishments and remind yourself of who you are. Remind yourself how far you've come. Mm-hmm. Remind yourself all the hard things you've done up to this point. Yeah. Not all the things you still have left to do. Mm-hmm. It's really good. That is so true. And we don't do it. No. And this is also an activity that helps you stay in the present and not always be living in the future for what you need to be doing, mm-hmm. what you need to be accomplishing. You can do this in the present right now. You can be proud with, I'm doing a good job right now at blank. Yeah, that's good. And it gives you the mindset and confidence and courage to continue to tackle it. You know, like if you always feel like you're not enough, you're not going to be in the headspace, right? Yeah. To like really get to where you want to be. So I think it's a, that also has a unique benefit to it too. And, and you got to do this for yourself. Nobody mm-hmm. else can do this for you. In fact, almost... Everything else in culture is going to force you to focus on the gap because that's what, <laughs> that's what makes you buy books. It makes you go to conferences. It sure. makes you want this car or that car. Or that ha- like All advertisement mm-hmm. and marketing is going to get you to focus on the right, gap right. instead of the game. Mm-hmm. Make you always think you need something else. You need to be more. And so, man, I, I want to I wanna be the opposite of that. I want to I be the person that comes along next to you and says, hey, yep, you, nope, you're not at your ideal yet. That's okay. But look how far you've come. Let's celebrate that. You're not who you were a year ago or two years ago, hopefully, right? There's been some changes. There have been some improvements. There's some things you've read. There's some exercise you've done. You know, I, I just, I, I want to really come alongside people and encourage them to say, look how far you've come. Look mm-hmm. what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have a question and this might throw you off, okay. but is there ever a healthy balance of having both mentalities? So to say like, look where I have come, I've done all these things, but I still really need to get here. Like, Absolutely. is there ever that balance? Or are you saying like to only really live in the, in that? No, it's, it's both. And it's. Uh, again, that's why uh, I wish I w- had actually drawn out like an actual like physical drawing yeah. of all this. But that's why the ideal is still there. When you're when you the three elements of ideal achievements and start are all there. It really comes down to what are you focusing on, and are you taking the time to celebrate the steps that you are taking, and finding some healthy pride in who you are, who you're becoming, right. what you're doing now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you said earlier, I'm a good mom, 
right? That's a very true statement. You are a good mom, and you need to celebrate that, and that should motivate you. But it's not motivating you to stay content. It's motivating you to say, but there's also some mm-hmm. other things I could be doing. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it makes you want to be a better mom, Yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But, but it's a whole different energy because now you're coming out of an energy of abundance mm-hmm. of look what I'm doing, look how I'm changing, mm-hmm. you know, and I want to keep doing more and becoming better and growing and learning instead of coming with this energy of I'm not enough Empty. and I'm a terrible person. And there's no energy in that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's None. good. That's good. I like that comparison. That's helpful. That's good. So that's my two cents today. How often do we finish that sentence? Never. Now we need to. We need to do it like weekly. It's like a good like journal, like kicking off your journal. Like the gratitude and then I am proud of myself for. Every morning I ask myself those three questions. How am I creating myself? How am I creating others? How am I creating the world? And under how am I creating myself, part of that is saying, how am I showing up today? Mm-hmm. I, I'm a, another thing I would list, I'm a good friend. Like, I care deeply about my friends. Like, I'm going to show up to the world today knowing I'm a good friend, mm-hmm. right? I'm a good husband. I'm a good, that, that's the energy I want to bring to my day and things that are before me. And I don't want that to lead to any kind of contentment. I want that to fill me up so I can continue to grow because I know I haven't hit the ideal in any one of those categories. I have plenty of room to grow as a coach, plenty of room to grow as a communicator, plenty of room to grow as a husband. Don't say amen. <laughs> plenty of room. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And it motivates me. Yeah. No, it's good. I like it. It makes sense. It's like a, it's again, one of those subconscious flips in your brain. Actually, yeah. it's very conscious. It's not even subconscious. I think I won you over because I think you weren't believing me at first. Well, I just, I, I had to understand the balance part because I know there are some people who are motivated differently like in sports I was always motivated by a coach who was kind to me than like a yelling coach but Mm -hmm. some people are motivated by that yelling coach and so I was thinking like well there might be people out there who are motivated by that gap but I understand now what you mean by when you're living in the gain you you still are pursuing those things it's just you're pursuing them more full and energized versus trying to pursue them in the gap mentality, which is very empty. Yeah. The gap can be motivating, but it's short-term motivation. Mm -hmm. It will not sustain you long-term because it always creates this vicious cycle of I'm not enough. And again, the ideal here, this, we don't need to go get into all that, but the ideal is always moving. Mm -hmm. So if you're always measuring yourself from the achievements up, right, what you haven't done, you never, there's no achievement you're ever going to have. That's going to bring satisfaction. You have to learn to be okay with where you're at today and say, I'm exactly where I need to be. That's good. Very good. We're going to finish that sentence more. Yes, we are. Daily. (laughs) Daily. Daily. Everybody, daily. All right. Well, thank you. That was super helpful. Um, If you guys know somebody who would enjoy that, family, friends, um, or no, or like complete strangers on your social media. If you'd like to share it, we have some awesome sharers in our, from our podcast that we absolutely love. They always share our episodes with people, and that is so helpful. Um, and also, also just why we do this. So um, we're just happy that it's helpful in some way, shape, or form. So please like, subscribe, follow, share, do all the things, um, and we will continue to put this podcast out into the world. Hopefully, to continue to encourage you guys. So. Thank you, Pete. Thank you. And that was another good Good talk. talk.